0: Precious blood. precious blood. Of I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Was the blood? Was the blood? Was the blood. Was oh yes, blood for, me. for me. One day when I was lost. Oh yes, I Jesus lost. died, upon the, died upon the cross, I know it was I the, blood. It was the blood, Jesus, blood. Jesus precious blood. Precious blood, precious blood, precious blood. Oh, yes, for me. One day when I was all. yes, he died, he died upon the cross. Died the cross. I know it was a great love. Somebody said blood came streaming down, streaming down, down. streaming down. down. Oh, yes, down. yes for, for me. One day when I was oh yes, he, he died upon the cross. God. I know it I know well, the blood. Oh Jesus, I'll never forget, Please, I'll never forget what, you've done, for what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget. Oh yes, how You set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget. Oh yes, how You brought me out. Jesus, I'll never Please, forget. Never forget. Yes, how how you 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 oh, how can I forget what You've done what for you've me? Done how can, how can I forget? Oh, yes, how you set, how you set me free. Me how, can how can I forget? Oh, yes, how you brought how you me, brought me out. out. How can how I forget? Oh, yes, you've done so much for me. So much for I me. cannot tell it all. Oh, I cannot tell it all. I cannot tell it all. <laughs> Done so much for me, oh I cannot tell it all. He has has taken all of my sins away. Oh, this morning we're gonna glorify His name, glorify His name, glorify His name, glorify His name. Oh, we come to glorify the name of the Lord. Oh, glorify! while we glorify? We gonna bless that wonderful name. Oh yes of Jesus Come on and bless that wonderful name Bless that wonderful name Oh yes of Jesus No other name Oh glorify his name Glorify his name Glorify his name Glorify his name the to glorify the name of the Lord Oh, glorify. glorify! Oh, yes, and we gonna bless that wonderful name! Oh, yes, of Jesus! Come on and bless that wonderful name! Bless that wonderful name! That wonderful name. Oh, yes, of Jesus! Oh, no other! All, all over the building, just glorify His name! Glorify His name! Glorify his name. Glorify his, glorify his name, glorify His name. Oh, we come to glorify, glorify the name of the Lord. Oh, glorify! So one more time, we just gonna bless that wonderful name. Bless that wonderful name. Oh, yes, sir, Jesus. Come on and bless that wonderful name. Bless that wonderful name. Oh, yes, Jesus. No other, no other man
1: I am happy to greet you this morning on behalf of your event planning committee just to give you a few reminders. Um, We have talked for weeks and weeks now, so we all know what's happening in a couple of weeks. It's the big weekend where we will celebrate our centennial celebration here at Zion Hill. Somebody ought to get excited, excited about that. 100 years of existence, so we will begin celebrating on saturday september the 16th we've talked all about the banquet that will be held at the randolph riverfront center which is downtown alexandria your event planning committee representatives have been out in the foyer um, accepting your the purchases of your table Um, we have three levels we've talked about those the gold silver and bronze level table um, we are there this Sunday again Sunday and we'll be there next Sunday but I do want to remind you that we do have a deadline we would hope to hear from everyone at least by next Sunday because we have to let the caterer know how many to prepare for so we're asking that you please um, see someone at the table today or give the office a call with which table they all seat eight um, but letting us know how many tables that you want to purchase how many guests you plan to um, be with you in attendance so we need that number so we can let the caterer know how many to prepare for um, also want to remind you talk about attire um, it's a semi-formal attire um, if, if you want to wear formal that's that's even better but we're asking um, no jeans of course we want to be um, dressed for the occasion Amen. there is no color requirement no color requirement at all. We're not boxing you in. You come as you feel um, in your semi-formal attire, looking as beautiful as we know you will look. So there is no requirement there. Um, no need to worry about tickets. I know several of you have asked me and we talked about that. We know who have purchased. All tables will be labeled with your name. So um, we will have someone to assist you for seating. So don't worry about having a ticket in hand we got you okay we just want you to come out and celebrate our existence for 100 years here in this community making it a better place and remember our theme for the celebration is be the light so zion hill we want you to be the light and this month we were all we were focusing all on the giving so if you have not asked your employer if you have not asked that business owner that you know if you have not asked the family member that you know we ask that you please do so because remember we are raising money to build our youth building we are asking for you all to support us the pastor has a vision to help um, or to provide safe meaningful space for youth in our community not just in pineville not just in alexandria but we're talking all over This is the Central Louisiana area. So when you're asked why, that's your why. It's because we're trying to do something good for the community and for the youth. There is a vision there, and we're asking you all to be a part of it, and the community as well. So we will see you all on the 16th and definitely on the 17th when we come back here in the sanctuary for worship services. Any other questions you may have, please feel free to see us in the foyer. Um, Your event planning committee is there to assist you in any way. And we'll see you on the 16th and 17th. Thank you.
2: been gone, you know there are two pastors in that, Pastor Jackie and Pastor Data, and both of them are Williams. We are so grateful. Before the choir minister, please permit me to remind you that we are trying to encourage everyone to have what we call financial freedom. This is very, very important to your pastor. Why? Because God has redeemed us from what? The curse. Poverty is a curse. Amen. So you need to be redeemed. Not just so you can go to heaven, but also right here on earth that you can be free, that you can pay your bills, amen, and live free. It's not good to be living in a free country, but you are living in bondage. So please take note of that, Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from what? So all the singers get ready to sing. Are you ready? Amen. So we're going to believe God that in His church, we're going to live by the word of God. And people are struggling because they don't know. And I know something about being ignorant myself. One day I was trying to make a call. I don't remember the number of the person I'm trying to call. bless God, one of the kids told me all I need to do is press a button and tell my telephone to call. And now, keep in mind, I'm the one with a doctorate degree, but with no common sense. I didn't know. And honestly, I did not believe them at first. But sure enough, I tried. I pressed the button. Will you please call Mayor Clarence Field? And sure enough, the telephone did it. I was so embarrassed. So the same thing in the spirit world. You got to know the word of God. That's knowledge. you got to comprehend the word of God. That's understanding. And you got to apply the word of God. The word of God that you don't know is a liability. So please don't just come to church just to hear. You want to make sure you comprehend how the word of God to impact you. Does that make sense? One prophet put it this way. He said, the Lord entered me in the spirit and caused me to stand up. See? That's impact. He was minding his own business. That Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. You see, God entered into my spirit and caused me. Sometimes, when the word of God impacts you, it will make you shake with nobody pushing you because you just received a revelation. All right? All minds clear? So when it comes to your finance, guess what the book says? It says, number one, you say, I am the Lord thy God, I will supply not some of your need. So once you see you're not able to pay your rent or, or bills are due, you see, you know the world, but the world has not known you. So let the word of God impact you. When the world knows you, no devil can stop you. With no dime in your pocket, you are reach. <laughs> because you know something. Here's what the word said. It says, look, children of lions do lack. I'm just reminding you of the word. Lion is very strong. They do lie. You see, but those who are children of God will never lie for good things. That's your Bible saying. Once you get hold of it, nobody can take that away. It doesn't matter who is in government. Democrats, it don't matter. Republican, it don't matter. Independent, you just know in your knowing that's for you. You'll be alright. Amen. Are you getting the word? David took the stand in the courthouse of heaven. He raised his hand and said, I solemnly swear to tell the truth. The whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. What do you have to say, Brother David? He said, once I was a young man, now I'm an old man. Let me tell you somebody, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Their seed would never beg for bread. So once you see, you look at the radar in your life, and you notice this is not happening. Ah! You know the world, but does the world know you? Prophet Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 put it this way. He said, if you are willing, and you are obedient, guess what he says? You, you, It's not talking about your neighbor now. You, you will eat the good of this land. You know the budget? When you get a chance, Google the budget of Alexandria. They're spending millions and you're struggling. Something ain't right. Google the budget of the state of Louisiana. They're spending not millions, Billions. Are you listening to me? Google the budget of the United States of America. And you're a citizen. You're not a visitor. You're not here on B2 visa. You're a car-carry member of, of the, the nation. And you struggle. See, somebody missed something. So how do you get there? He said, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, as long as this earth remains, there will always be seed time and there will always be harvest. Could it be the reason why you're not seeing harvest? is because you have no seed in the ground. so make adjustment the word of God will not adjust to you or me I have to adjust to the word of God I'm a very proud black man I don't like begging so that means I have to adjust whatever I'm not doing right I have to adjust word of God. You see this brother here? One of the preachers, here, pastor, he told me the other day, he said, pastor, you said this will be a year of recovery. Amen. And he said, I'm a living witness. Everything I lost, the Lord caused recovery in my life. One hundred percent. You don't need to take my word for it. Just talk to me. one sister by the name Anna Marie. I'm testifying. I'm just taking my time. One of your members, he said, Pastor, I never understood prophetic declaration. He said, I lost my home. I lost my finances. I lost my health. He said. I lost my automobile, and he said, "This year, I recover everything." You see, see how this can work. If you work it, it will work for you. So my job is to remind you. Sometimes we need to be reminded. Sometimes I have an appointment. I have five secretaries in my life they all be talking to each other. Where does he need to be today? Okay. And they be trying to figure it out. And then sometimes I forget where I'm going, you know, I go too many places and they will say pastor, you're supposed to be at this place at this time. All right. So my job, see me like a secretary reminding you you have an appointment with God. That's right, Pastor. Don't miss it. Amen. And keep your appointment. Let God change your life. You are the light of this world. You are a city that is set on a hill. That's why I always tell you I will see you at the top. That's where you belong. And there's plenty of room at the top. You're an eagle, not a flamingo. So Tell all the flamingos of this world you're fixing to take off. All the chickens, they're just going around you. They can't fly. <laughs> so, but you ought to believe that you can fly. You ought to believe that you can touch the sky. Think about it every day. Every now and then you ought to check your wing. Say, when are we ready to fly? (laughs) We're going up. I've been down for too long. Everybody stand up to your feet. I want to pray for your finances. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. Father God, we are grateful. Another day of blessing. Thank you that our body is healed right now. Father God, we decree and declare wholeness in this house. Many people have money, but they end up spending all the money with the doctors. Lord, we decree and declare divine healing in this house. Nothing missing, nothing broken in our body in the name of Jesus. David said, a dead man cannot praise you. The choir are ready to sing. We're going to shout with them because we're in good health. Hallelujah. We can move our hands. We can move our mouth. Thank you for wholeness. Lord, I pray over our finances. You're, a, you're not a man. You cannot lie. You're not the son of man. You don't tell stories. Whatever you promise, you'll do it. Lord, we'll call you to remembrance of your word. You said it, we believe it. Wealth, riches, are where in our house? We believe it and we receive it right now. Cause an anointing of plenty. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I pray you remove every rugged cast, Replace it with new ones. The name of Jesus. Somebody here is believing God for a new job, a good job. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out your blessing. So there will not be enough room for us to receive. We believe your word. There is an anointing. The word of God calls it running over anointing. I pray for that anointing upon every soul under the sound of my voice. I pray, oh God, that you will cause your name to manifest. You are El Shaddai, our God who is more than enough. We we'll receive it by faith. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout Amen. Uh, That amen is under construction. Open your mouth, let the word of God impact you. Shout, Amen. You may be seated, the choir will come, the ushers will come and serve us. Let's give. Thank you, choir. You all look good. the work of the ministry in this place. Thank you for your faithfulness. Everywhere I go, I brag about the members of this church. And we are grateful that you believe in God and you love your church. The giving participation, all your events. And not only are you faithful, but you are doing it with a spirit of excellence. We just don't want a program. We want you to stand out in this community. So whenever you do anything, people ought to be able to say, ah, that must be Zion." Why is this important? To whom much is given, much is required. So I'm grateful for your faithfulness. We had a vacation Bible school. And Lord know you all showed up. We are grateful for that. And then this month we had the choir, these precious people, My Lord, what a spectacular singing. Amen. That's all right. And you know they told me they're going to have 100 people in the choir. And they kept their word. You know I will hold them to you. Amen. If you say you're coming to lunch at Cal I expect you to be there. Amen had an appointment one time to meet uh, Pastor Kenneth Hagen, uh, my my mentor in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And my appointment was at 3 p.m. And I was late. So I apologized. I called ahead. I said, I'm running a few minutes late. And he taught me one lesson. He said, well, he said, you don't need to apologize, but you need to learn to keep your word. i tell you, that was a low blow. He said, you the one who told me, you're going to be here at 3 o'clock. And then he said something else. He said, if you cannot keep your own word, why should God honor your word? You don't even honor your own word. Man, I cried all night. It made a man out of me. <laughs> they told me, yeah, they sure did. They said they're going to give a concert, and there will be more than 100 people in that quiet time. Oh, bless God. I brought my camera. And I had my calculator. I showed sure did, you know. Shirley William don't like it, but I did. I counted every one of them. <laughs> and sure enough, they kept their word. That's how you get blessed. Amen. Let me thank God for them one more time. That's good. Every one of you. This Yesterday, they did something don't of young ladies by an organization, a ministry in this church called PrEP. And they told me some things. And they kept their word. This place, all this weekend was jumping for the glory of God. We had a men's conference over there at second evening. The men told me they'll be there and guess what? They kept their word. That's the church of my dream. You are the salt of this earth. You cannot afford to lose your taste. You don't have to be like the rest of them. <laughs> be an exception to the rule. Amen. Let your light so shine among men. They will see your good work. And it will bring glory, glory to almighty God. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. I pray God will increase you more and more. Amen. We are grateful to all of our guests. I saw a man of God here in the house welcome again. It's good to see you one more time. Amen. He has been praying for our ministry. You know that, right? And we are grateful. Thank God for pastors in the house. We have some of our public officials here too. I see the police juror. Amen. I believe that's him. Will you please stand, my brother? Amen. He's a frequent flyer in this house. We are grateful. and We have also Brother Green in the house. Will you please stand? We thank you for being here. Amen. And we have our own Sherry. And this time he brought his wife. You know I will talk about it. <laughs> Sheriff Wood, will you please stand? I I love you. I appreciate it. And your lovely wife. We, We are grateful, grateful, grateful. Thank you for being here. And we appreciate people keeping their word. That's what it's all about. And I was checking the other day. My committee, Brother Chairman, reported to me that Sheriff Wood had bought a gold table at your bank. Yeah. Amen. I will let the record show. You know, that's one thing about your pastor. If you do me wrong, I will tell the whole world. <laughs> I'll get on television and say, yeah, this is what he did. If you do me right too, I will tell the whole world. Amen. We're grateful. Amen. I asked one of my colleagues, you know I practice with the law firm of Neblett and Associates. I asked them for $1,000. They gave me $5,000. Amen. Amen. I tell the whole world. Yes, indeed. There's a gentleman, Joseph Martin is his name. He is the president of this, our association. I just ran into him in another church. And he said, Pastor, I like what you doing." took his check wrote me a check right there a true I didn't even ask him for anything you see how this still works make a living being a good person you will never get stuck in the elevator of life amen and when you give guess what happens It shall be given to you. Not it may be. It shall be. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Your cup. Hallelujah. We're on over. I receive. Let's get up and say hello to one and neighbor. Just find somebody. Just love on them. Thank them for being in church today. Shake your hand, amen. the holy communion the choir is coming with me in reference to the word of God. Thank you choir. Turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse number four. I give honor to God and certainly to all of you pastors that are here. We thank God for everyone those of you live streaming, we are grateful. I want to call your attention to a few things about the blood of Jesus Christ And, and then we're going to receive the Holy Communion. Amen. I learned something new Not too long ago, I'm privileged. Many of you know I am a professor at Louisiana Christian University, just a few blocks from us. They just did something. They changed all the the doors to become keyless, and they make everybody take a picture and give us a card. So now you cannot enter any building without that little card. I say, okay, that's cool. They said, that's for security. But there's one problem that I found out. And it's a good problem. And that is that even though my pictures are on the card, if I give the card to anybody, And if they take the same car to the door, they will be able to get it. The Word of God is like that, it is no respect of person. I just explained a very important scripture to you. So if you pay attention, it will work for you. If you're in China, And it will work for you. That card is like the Word of God. If you apply it, it will work for anybody. Even though Jesus' picture is on it, but you can enter in. Thank God for Jesus. Today, I want to call your attention to the book of Hebrews. Just one verse, chapter 11, verse number 4. The Bible said, By faith, I can stop being half church. There's a man by the name Abel. He offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than his brother came, and by which Abel obtained witness that he was righteous, God himself testifying of his gifts, and by that gift he been dead, yet he is speaking. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this word called Bible. It tells us your thoughts, your thinking, your modus operandi. And it's a blueprint for all of us, your children, to live by. Open the ears of our understanding to receive the word of God this morning. Even me, Lord, without you I can do absolutely nothing. Have your way in this house. Glorify yourself in this church. Let signs and wonders, miracles manifest in this house let souls be saved. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Our subject for discussion this morning is titled, The Blood Still Speaks. In fact, if I'm going to make it personal, I will say to you let the word of God speak for you. Let the blood of Jesus Christ speak for you. And the passage I just read to your hearing is an account about Mr. Abel. Am I right about it? Who is Abel? He is the son of Adam and Eve. Am I still in the book? Now to appreciate what God is saying concerning Abel, please let's check his background. The Bible says in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Am I right about that? And then, the next thing you know, God planted a garden. And in that garden, he put Adam and Eve to live there. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, you know what happened. He set some rules just like you have rules in your house. And some of the rules are very simple. He told them to dress the garden, keep the garden, and then he told them they can eat everything there except one fruit. Am I still in the book? (laughs) Then of course, Later on, you find out that Adam took the fruit from the woman. I can stop there and have church. That should never have happened. Why did I say that? Because it was his responsibility to provide for his woman. Oh, I them lost half of the church already. I can see all men that won't work. Now they are nervous. What is the preacher up to today? Brothers, let me be honest with you. It was never meant. God never designed it. For you to eat. Off of your woman. Are you listening to me? Amen. No, I'm just trying to bless somebody. Because. You lose something. When you do that. That's right, sister. You lose respect. You lose authority. Be a man. Amen. And all the men say, amen. 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 A bunch of them just drop their head. But I say it in love. I mean, can you imagine for me to get up every day and go to Sister Elizabeth? Can you give me some money for gas? Now nah, the devil is alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, praise the Lord. Please take note that as a result of this messed up, Adam and Eve, they sinned. And as a consequence of their sin, they were kicked out of the garden. Not only were they kicked out, another consequence is that the Bible said they became naked. I can stop there and preach because many of you are walking around covered up, but you are naked. I pray that God will do for you what he did for Adam. Because the Bible said he got himself a goat or something, an animal, and killed it, shed blood, and then used the skin to cover their nakedness. That is very serious because you're a blessed man if God covers your nakedness. Some of us, the only reason why we're still here is because God covered our nakedness. Amen. And that is why you ought not to be judging anybody. You don't know where they've been. You don't know how they got to where they are right now. And the only reason you're still in existence is by the grace of God. He covered our nakedness. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission for sin. So you see, for the first time, blood was shed. You are introduced right there from the book of beginning the importance of blood. Man was naked, but by shedding blood, God covered his nakedness. You know, if you follow that family, they had two sons, Cain and Abel. And God called both of them to worship him. Just like he is calling you To worship him. The truth be told, God really don't need anything from you. You cannot give God enough money to make him rich. He's already filled to rich. You cannot add to his power. He's all powerful. But one thing he's asking you and me to do is to worship him. So he asked these two sons, Cain and Abel, come before God and worship. And of course, if you follow the story, both of them brought offering. And you remember exactly what was offered. Cain offered the produce of his farm. Am I still in the book? Yeah. Abel offered blood sacrifice, you know. And you remember that God accepted what Abel offered. And God rejected what Cain offered. It means, ladies and gentlemen, as is alluded to in the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, verse 11 guess what? The life of the flesh. Is in the blood. In other words, blood is critical to your your living. Your very existence depends on it. It means blood carries life. Say, for example, when I was growing up in rural Africa, uh, hope, hopefully you all don't do that here in America. Uh, the way we kill our chicken. Will wrinkle death. Pray for me. But we sure did. And then when we do that, you can see a chicken running. But, and it's, and it's losing blood. But once the blood is all out, that chicken is just going to drop. Because his life. Is in the blood. Even you, yourself, the worst thing that can happen to you is if you begin to lose blood. Some people get shot. It's not the gunshot that killed them. It's that they lost the blood. You know what I'm trying to suggest to you? Blood is very critical. Blood represents life. Also, blood is used as a ransom. Again, I got to tell you, those of us who who came from third world, it's not uncommon in our neck of the wood for people to be kidnapped, because there's so much economic problems, so the way people are trying to survive if they think you have more money, they kidnap you, and then they will ask for a ransom to set you free. Amen. Now you see why I don't go home too often. country <laughs> smile. You're not going to get me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you pay that ransom to get a release from your captors. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm suggesting to you the blood not only carries life, but in the word of God is often used as a ransom. So when we were kidnapped by the devil, Jesus shed his blood as a ransom to get us free. So you don't have to stay in bondage when Jesus had died on the cross for you. Amen. It also means, you know, in America, money is your currency for the most part. But in the spirit, the blood, Is a currency. That's why the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission for sin. There's a lesson there. So notice that God accepted Abel because God loves the blood. And when you learn one way to get blessed in life, You need to learn to value what God values. God is not too much interested in farm produce. That's from the ground. Has no life. But God is interested in blood sacrifice. And when you learn to value what God values, God will always find a way to bless you. Abel, Mr. Abel, find favor with God because he did what God loves. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood is your key to winning in this life. Not your intellect. Not your degrees. The blood, if you get hold of the blood of Jesus, even the devil will hear your name and run. That is the source of your protection. That is the source of provision. One time he was telling the Israelites, he said, when I see the blood, (laughs) I will pass over you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not about how many houses you build. It's not about how many cars you drive. It's about the blood. The blood. The blood. Is there anybody here that knows what it means to find favor with God? Some of you, you've experienced it. You are living it. The favor of God. That's what Mr. Abel found with God. Because when you find favor with God, you find yourself in a job you're not even qualified for. Do I have a witness in the house? You find yourself driving a nice car even though your credit is jacked up. Don't look at your neighbor now. When you find favor with God, you find yourself in a position you're not even supposed to be. You find yourself with doors being opened for you. The Bible talks about, I will give you houses you didn't build. I'll give you wells that you didn't dig it. Do I have a witness? Anybody understand what it is? to have the favor of God. This is what happened to Mr. Abel. Many of you are living it. You're in a blessing that don't even make no sense to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Tell your neighbor, I have the favor of God. I have the favor of God. Then just, just kind of warn him, say, don't mess with me. <laughs> I, I have the favor of God I can't help myself I'm a blessed man I can't help myself I'm a blessed woman I can't help myself The blessing of the Lord It will make you rich And add no sorrow to But let me also tell you Because you're walking in the favor of God That's why you have so many haters Anybody that knows about the favor of God, they will tell you why there are many player haters in their life. So haters don't start in the year 2023. Way back in the beginning, in Genesis, just because God accepted Abel's offering, Just because God granted favor to Abel, here comes the haters. That explains what some of you are going through right now. Cain, Mr. Cain, hates Abel. Why? Because he found favor with God. Some people will hate you. They don't even know you. This is the truth. (laughs) I'm amazed <laughs> when I encounter some of my haters say, they say, you, you, you the African man? I say, yes ma'am. <laughs> they don't even know you and they're hating on you. But that's how you know the favor of God is upon you. Cain, you remember the story, he killed his own brother and then he buried him and then you remember God confronted him. God asked him, Why are you walking around swollen? In other words, why are you walking around with an attitude, with hatred? Even some folks in the church house, just mean and hateful. Everybody is dancing, shaking their booty. just just me God is asking you today why are you mad why are you always frowning your face has God not been good to you he woke you up this morning (laughs) Do I have a witness in the house? <laughs> Just tell your neighbor, walk in love, walk in love, <laughs> walk in love. You know one thing that God said to Mr. Cain, he said, if you have done what Abel did, you would have had, you would have received what Abel that one verse set me free pastor. Because all of a sudden I never have to worry about anybody. If I learn to do what you do to be blessed God promised me that tells me God is not a racist. God don't carry no prejudice. He told that man all you need to do is do the same thing. Instead of you walking around being hateful, right. instead of you walking around being jealous of your brothers, yeah. being jealous of your sister, yeah. now sister girl and then come to church with a ring in her finger and now you have an attitude. All right. All right. The Bible says if you would do the same thing, right. You'll find you will find your man Some of us we need to start with pulling away from the table a little bit. You can't be eating Buddha. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to help somebody <laughs> So you can get a ring. <laughs> uh oh, and nobody shouting now and then kill the spirit. God asked Mr. Cain, where is your brother? Oh, he said, hey, that ain't my problem. Am I my brother's keeper? Notice what God is implying to all of us. You are your brother's keeper. I can stop there and have a church because all of us, ladies and gentlemen, we are too individualistic in this country. If we're going to make Central Louisiana better, you need to receive this revelation that it's your job to look out for your brother. It's your job to look out for your sister. We could do a lot in this neighborhood if we would just grab hold of that one verse. I am my brother's keeper. You are your brother's keeper. You are your sister's keeper. A spirit of disunity is killing us as a people. Yes, I said it. How can you be the majority in a city and yet you're still a minority? I'll tell you why. You don't recognize that you are your brother's keeper. Somebody needs to preach this gospel. There's a spirit of division. Just because you drive a nice car, now folks hating on you. Just because God bless you with a good husband or God bless you with a good home, now. Player haters rolling their eyes. It's so bad now that Sister girl will find a good man, but come bring him to church. Don't look at your neighbor now. You know I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> now you see folks hiding their blessing. God and bless you with a new car. Now you have to come to church with a beat up truck. So folks won't be hating on you. Why can't we all just love one another? If the Lord bless you, hallelujah, I'm happy for you. If your children succeed in life, glory be to God. If you find you a good spouse, hallelujah. If the Lord bless you with a new right, God bless you. and thank God for you. You are your brother's keeper. Then God said, Look, Boo, (laughs) your brother's blood is crying out from the ground. That is very significant because that is the first time we find out that blood has a voice. I can stop here and go home because if you ever get the revelation, that blood has a voice. And then you tap into the anointing and you allow the blood of Jesus to speak for you. That will cut down in all the arguments. That will cut down in all the fightings. A lot of things that you are spinning your wheel around All you need to do is to hold your peace. And let the blood speak for you. The Bible said later on in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 through verse 24. He said, now we're talking about the blood of Abel, but there is a blood of sprinkling from Jesus Christ that actually speak better things. One thing I have learned in life, if I have to respond to every one of my critics, I will stay up 24 hours. It's not worth it. So guess what I learned to do? I learned to allow the blood of Jesus to speak for me. If you don't get anything else from this message, let the blood speak for you. Amen. i got to point out a few more things before I let you go. And that is that as I was studying this story, I discovered that the first family, Adam and Eve, they were very dysfunctional. Are you still here? And there is something called the law of first mention. So if the first family, notice their their story. They're married, they don't get along, they they disobey the commandment of Almighty God, they have children that are fighting each other, they have children that are killing each other. Very dysfunctional. And that's the first family. Now, I got some Some good news or bad news if the first family is dysfunctional every family is dysfunctional are you still so no use you posting only good pictures on the Facebook you lying to your own (laughs) set every family dysfunction (laughs) and no need for you looking down on nobody we're all in the same boat if you look close enough you'll find somebody in your family reunion that is just a widow (laughs) oh goodness don't look down on anyone that get in trouble you know why? Because they just never found you. Every family has some trauma. Every family has some dysfunction. And stop wishing that you'd be like this family or that family. You know why? Because they're just as crazy. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm trying to help somebody today. And that is why we don't need a white church or a black church or a Spanish church. Why can't we just have church? we all in the same boat, you know. Amen. We all messed up. Somewhere. We all crazy. (laughs) Somewhere. We all need Jesus. Amen, somebody. We all need the blood. So, to be set free, to be made whole, we need the blood. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says the only way you overcome by the blood, pastor. The word of your testimony, the blood of Jesus. Somebody shout the blood. The blood. Say it again, the blood. the blood. The blood over your life. The blood over your family. The blood over your house. The blood over your job. The blood over your children. The blood over your career. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus over your church. The blood of Jesus over our city. The blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood. Without the blood, we don't stand a church. We got to function and operate in the power of the blood. So when people hating on you, Let the blood speak for you. Are you still here? This there is power in the blood. Am I right about it? There is healing in the blood. Am I right about it? There is salvation in the blood. When your mind is twisted, when you find yourself lonely when you see depression creeping in, let the blood of Jesus speak for you. I thank God for the blood. I know it was the blood. I would have lost my mind. I know it was the blood. I would have been in my grave right now. I know it was the blood. And what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make you and me whole again? Nothing but all precious is that flow. Only God can take a red blood, put it on a a dark spirit, and make me look white. Somebody shout the blood. Oh, boy, shout the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Put it over your family. Put it over your house. Put it over your job. Put it over your, your career. Don't let nobody make a career putting you down. Put the blood on it. One day my, my car refused to start. Guess what I did? I put the blood One day, Brother Chairman, my wife came to me and said, We need another washer and dryer. I said, I remember you and Mama Rose Johnson, you all went and get a washer and dryer. Oh, that one quit again. I let them all go out, I put the blood. (laughs) Somebody shout the blood. That's what we need. Now, ladies and gentlemen, i got to stop. What I'm suggesting to you is that you and me, we need the blood. Why do we need the blood? Why do we need the blood to speak for us? When you find yourself in a situation where people are hating on you, let the blood speak for you. When you have a vision, but society won't give you an opportunity, let the blood speak for you. When you find yourself fighting on the inside and fighting on the outside, you're fighting your personal life, you're fighting your public life, You need to step aside. The Bible says be still. And know that I am God. Let the blood of Jesus Christ that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Let the blood speak for you. Every time you find yourself, you turn around. And you're scared to answer your own telephone. And you're scared to answer your own email. Maybe I'm just talking about me. You need to let the blood speak. God is my witness. My wife will tell me. And say, this is the letters I picked from the, from the mailbox. You have an it." I said sister Gray, there are some letters that come. That I'm too scared to <laughs> put the blood on it. <laughs> Let the blood speak for you. Amen. I wish I have somebody here that feel what I'm talking about. I wish I have somebody who is trying to do something good. But every time you try to do something good, somebody is always hating on you. Let the blood speak for you. One of the tests that you will encounter to be great. Those of you who have gone up the, the ladder, you know what I'm talking about. One of those tests you will have to pass, ladies and gentlemen, is your ability to survive. Every time you are rising up in your field. When I was just a common preacher, everybody loves me. <laughs> but once God began to promote me, and Brother Sherry, all of a sudden, people will start hating on you. One of the tests of greatness, you have to learn to survive while God is raising you up. And how do you survive? you got to learn to let the blood speak for you. You cannot answer every query. You cannot answer every critics. You cannot satisfy everybody. But the blood will speak for you. Amen. Amen. So what do you do? When you're having frustration. When you're having to deal with people. Who you know they're smiling your face. But they hate your back. Here we are. I was watching TV yesterday, and I found out it's now 60 years since Dr. King, the March on Washington, and 60 years later, we're still dealing with racism. 60 years later, we're still dealing with anti-Semitism. 60 years later, we're still debating whether black folks can forward. What do you do? Somebody shout the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Put the blood on the government. Put the blood on the city. Put the blood on the state. The weapons of our warfare. That's right, Reverend. They are mighty through God. For the pulling down of stone. Your vote is your passport. And if you are denied the opportunity to vote, the game is over. So you don't you don't throw the towel. You don't, you don't, you don't just say, well, whatever. No. You gotta fight. Both in the natural and in the spirit. How do you fight in the spirit? Put the blood on it. So, what do you do when you get into a situation that you find yourself holy? You got holiness and you got freakiness. Don't look at your neighbor now. You sing in the choir, you preach in the pulpit, and you try to do right you, you live it, you got holiness but you also somebody shout the blood (laughs) the blood, the blood, the blood there are some things you cannot handle on your own let the blood speak for you everybody stand up I got to (laughs) stop the blood still speaks Amen. Amen. You know what is so good about Jesus? Whenever there is a resurrection, somebody is coming out. Whenever there is a resurrection, somebody is getting loose. And maybe you're here this morning and you have a situation. Condition. Nobody know about it. I just told you my own. My wife don't know the letters that coming. To her, that's just an envelope. But I can tell. <laughs> Trust me. If you're here this morning, maybe you like me. See, I need the blood. Yes, you're talking about me. I am that man. I got holiness, but I got freakiness too. I need the blood of Jesus over my job. You them gone to school. You worked so hard to get the job. Now, play ahead of us on the job. Everybody getting promoted. And you can tell they're talking behind you. Maybe you like me. you Just every day, you need the blood of Jesus just to survive. Some of you need the blood of Jesus over your children. Find your way to the altar. You're the one that God sent me to. You see, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Oh, I wish I could tell you. It's not like I'm crazy. It's not like I'm just a weak man. I got to have the blood of Jesus. The only way I could overcome. The only way I could survive in this crazy world. Got to learn to let the blood speak for me. The blood over my children. The blood, the blood, the blood. I was talking, neighbor, I was talking to God the other day. I got four girls. They need husbands. I put the blood. I ain't no same my game. I put the blood on every one of them. It's not enough just to be educated. It takes the blood. Hey, Amen. Here's my wife. Come to the altar. And they pray, it. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, one of you, pastor, come here. This is serious stuff. They are overcome. How? By the blood of Jesus. That blood of sprinkling, it speaks better things than the blood of Abel. God told that rascal man, the blood of of your brother is crying out. And I've noticed on somebody today, you think they're hating on you, the blood will speak for you. As the blood will speak for you. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they think. I
3: Hallelujah. 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 We don't want to take for granted that everybody knows Jesus. Amen. I know it sounds kind of repetitious, but it's serious business. Amen. You don't want to see people you love go to everlasting damnation. Amen word of God says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in all your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. So every head bow, every eye closed, we just want to say a simple prayer leads you in right standing with the Lord. Hallelujah. Repeat after me. Say, Father God, Father God I, repent I repent of my sins. I ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart and be Lord of my life. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Now, come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Hallelujah. Somebody gave their hearts to Jesus. Now, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood. We plead the blood over our bodies. We plead the blood over our families. We plead the blood over our homes, our cars, our jobs, our relationships. For as the man of God told us, Father God, the blood still speaks. So allow the blood to speak for us. That's power in the blood. So God, we thank you for the authority that you've given us to use the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Lord, I don't know what every need is, but I set myself in agreement with these, your people. The Bible says, So any two shall agree concerning anything we ask. It shall be done of our Father, which is in heaven. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I set myself in agreement with these, your people, that whatever the need is, Father God, whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance, Father God, Father God, that you'll fix it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says your eyes go to and fro throughout the earth that you might show yourself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards you. God, show yourself strong. Show yourself strong, Father God. Show yourself strong. Everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God. Somebody need a miracle. Do it in Jesus' name. Somebody need their marriage repaired. Fix it in Jesus' name. Somebody, children, going astray, Father God. Fix it in Jesus' name. We thank you in advance. We know you're good for it. We bless your name. Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Amen. Hallelujah.
2: Amen, Pastor. I want to thank God for every one of you. Let's prepare our heart to receive the communion before we leave this morning. The choir will be singing. The blood will never lose its power fight all the ministers, all the deacons to come forward to serve God's people. Amen.
4: Praise the Lord. The scripture, 1 Corinthians, I think it's, um, and it talks about that this is the New Testament. And the word goes on and said, I love when it goes to, you read it, but when you meditate on it, it speaks differently. It said, you do this as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me and I always because of tradition you think about that you only think about what he did on the cross but there's more what happened on the cross it was the blood shed and as pastor said that blood speaks for us but also what happened on that cross when he said was finished all our sins has been washed away. And he goes on and says, I think it's Psalms 103, I think it's 12, verse 12. It says, For as the east is from the west, ah, shit. <laughs> he said, Your sins will be away from you. Do you know that east and west would never meet? So whatever you have done in your past, I don't care if it was yesterday, He said your iniquities are removed. Why? Because of this blood and his body. I don't care what you have done. Nothing should separate us from this love. He said, I think it's John, he was talking about in John. He was talking about, he said, whom the Son hath set free. But he said, the beginning of that, he said, if. That's why the man of God just led you through Christ, to accept him Jesus Christ. That's the first thing, if. So the prequalification is that you must be a believer. Then he said, when you do that, he said, you will be set free. And whom the Son hath set free, you are free indeed. I don't care what entanglements you get into. You're still free. Ain't that something? That's because of the blood. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We give you all praise and all glory, God, because of your word, Lord God, that sets us free. Your blood, Lord, that you shed upon the cross for us. Lord, your word said you knew us before we was in our mother's womb so Lord you knew whatever mistakes God you already had a plan for us Lord your words say how can one come unto you only unless you draw us Lord you knew we was going to be a mess before we was a mess and so Lord we thank you hallelujah Lord we bless your name Lord God Lord we thank you for the Holy Spirit can teach us how to live Hallelujah! We thank you for that spirit that will guide us and keep us in all truth, Lord God. And we're grateful unto you in the name of Jesus. And at this time, let's partake of the bread. Hallelujah. The representation of his body. At this time, let's partake of his blood. that concludes our worship service we thank you for coming to our eight o'clock service and we pray that God will bless your coming and your going until we meet again in Jesus name your God bless you in Jesus name amen if anyone that comes see our pastor to meet our pastor and his lovely wife come to the front please thank you
5: Life is in his hand. No matter what they come my way. Jesus, my life. My life is in your hand. Let's sing it together. Listen. You don't have to And don't you be afraid. And don't you be afraid. Joy cometh in the morning. Joy, Joy comes in the morning. The Troubles they don't last always. Troubles
6: well. they not
5: Your heart, your heart is broken. Just lift those hands in. Just lift your hands come on, sing it with stay. me. I know, I can. Oh, I, know that I can. Bless your name, Jesus. I know. I know that I can stay. No matter what may come, my way. No matter what may come my way, no matter what may <laughs> come my way, <laughs> my life is in Your hands. Listen. So when
0: tests and
5: trials they seem to get you down, they seem to
7: get you
5: down, and all your friends and loved ones,
7: and all your friends and lovers,
5: they're nowhere to be
0: found.
5: Remember, 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 there is a friend.
0: Remember
5: there's a
0: friend
5: Oh, I love him, I love him.
7: Who will wipe your
5: tears
7: away?
5: I know he will. And if, and if your heart is broken, this is all you have to do. Just lift your heart. Oh, come on and worship with me. His hand, come on. Oh my God, that I do have. Don't you give up. I know. I
7: know that
5: joy is coming, I know no it is, come my way. Jesus, my life, my life hallelujah, my hallelujah, life. with him, I know I can take it, with Jesus, I can take it, with him, I know, him, I, know I, I feel like having some church in here, no matter no what, matter way. what yeah, 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 way. Jesus, my life is in, my Every person that's going through, lift your hands and stay with me.